Okay. You you lead. I'll I'll follow follow your lead. Okay. So three, two, one. Introducing. Cinema the podcast. David and guests. I have come here to chew bubblegum and the podcast. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, that's a quote. Um, so, I mean, you can talk as well. You don't, you don't have to like be silent. Oh yeah, no, sorry. I, I thought you were going to introduce me, and then no, I was going to yeah, yeah look, look. say some words. Hello, hello. I'm Finn. Nice uh, to meet you. I'm David, and you know what this is, so don't have to bother doing any kind of introduction uh, about that. Uh, so, uh, how you doing, Finn? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Bit of a cough, I think. So, apologise in advance for coughing on the mic. But uh, um, yeah, good surviving. Well, apologise for <laughs> apo- apologise for my voice. Uh, apologies for my voice, uh, which is the voice of a twelve-year-old child. Let's see. Okay, so speaking of twelve-year-old children, they're alive. Sound business, all right? They're alive. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, yeah, you, I know. Like you know, I want you know, I know your plan for like eugenics, whatever. So, don't worry about that. You might say they live, they do, and they're rowdy. In fact, they are. They are both those things. Exactly. Like today's discussion. I know. I, I don't want to take over your podcast. I'm gonna let you oh, do, the, do the work. Yeah. And... Uh, so, you uh, two rattle and hum is a is a documentary. Um, actually, speaking of, do you know what the box office was for? this movie they live uh, john carpenter's they live it came out in 88 um yeah. the actual I'm, I'm just google it give me like five seconds uh i can i have the, I have the top five of the box office here if you want to oh, yeah. i mean you, you can guess because you're not going to guess any of these at all oh, no, I, I, you, can, you can just say uh the f- number one opening at number one is they live uh hey. number two funnily enough is uh u2 rattle and hum um Number three is a movie I've never heard of. I don't know if you've heard of it called Everybody's All American. Never heard of it. Uh, it Who's in it? Uh, I have no idea. It's, it's on a piece of paper saying Everybody's All American. It made $3,425,796 at the, the weekend gross there. So you know, everybody is All American. Uh, number four, The Accused. Couldn't tell you. Uh, and number five, funny enough. Speaking of Johnny C, is uh, Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. So, huh? Yeah. Okay, he's the top dog, you might say. You know, he's doing well for himself. He's a, he's a carpenter. He's got his tools, and uh, mm-hmm. he's he's building. You know, he's he's really he's building. building. He's building art. He is. So you chose They Live. I did. That is why. True. It's a great film. Everyone should watch it. Um, that's kind of it, really. That's the that's the the, the long and short of it. Um, it 
opens your third eye, man. You know? It does. It's Joe, I'm I'm surprised Johnny Carpenter like wasn't in front of like a whack committee or just whack. <laughs> I don't I don't know what the the correct grammar when talk about whack committees is, but man, like this there's some there's some propaganda in that. Either way, you could take it either way. But you know, that that's uh, a good thing, I think, about it. Definitely well, a pro. D- definitely it definitely is a pro um especially considering who it's targeting funny enough uh a bit of trivia for you before we get into discussing this uh roddy piper was on like a tv show in like 97 and they were like you know talk about they live whatever he was like well i really like ronald reagan so i didn't want to be like against him <laughs> so i didn't really speak about any of the like, politics in they live because john carpenter wanted them to like be like yeah you know it's economics stuff he's like i'm i'm in the u.s on the green card uh i like ronald i'd i'd rather not <laughs> which brings me to the point where that um he's a bit of an idiot to be honest because <laughs> there's a thing it's like uh on the dvd commentary and like elsewhere ron uh rowdy roddy piper was like you know this this movie's inspired by a real event uh in the 50s there's a tv that like, <laughs> made a woman buy uh 50 pounds of dog food i shouldn't have a dog or whatever and it turns out okay. that the documentary he's talking about was a mockumentary made in the, like 1978 that was like <laughs> a short like clearly a comedy thing that he thought was real question for you because i like i watched this Just and me. entirely the thing i'm trying to figure out is he actually good in this roddy piper yeah as an actor yeah um i mean no, not really. Um, he's 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 very ham. He's a big old porky fella, you know. Yeah. Um, it's though he, no, his acting is it's complete like cheese on toast. But I think it works in some kind of way, you know. Yeah, there's a bit kind of skipping ahead, where, like just before the fight scene, where he's in like the the dumper truck trying to get the sunglasses, and the way he big like, main fight scene of the whole. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. There's a like he goes like oh no, but the way he says oh no, it's just like oh no. Yeah, he's like oh no. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Oh no. Vince McMahon, uh, famous wrestling boy, fan of Reagan, I would presume, knowing him, uh, didn't <laughs> want didn't want Roddy Piper to be in this movie. He was like, no, you can't. I'm not, I'm not having you star in this movie, which you can you can see why from a. Vince perspective, but yeah, I, it doesn't seem a very Vince friendly film. But apparently, there's like a there's a weird rumor. I think it's just based on the fact that he worked with him so much that um, Kurt Russell was like the first choice. But I can't find anything to back that. that yeah, that like I mean that just seems because he's in every single other John Carpenter film. Like he seems like the obvious choice. And sure, I think he could put it off, but um, Joe you know, Rodney. Gave it a good shot. Fair play to him. He did. Uh, well, he gave yeah. it a shot, at, at the very least. Uh, <laughs> so, basic summary of this movie. Uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper uh, walks into town from the train tracks, goes to get employment, sees us all these kind of people looking for employment, gets a job on a building site with Keith David, who was very good. I just want to say that now. I think he's probably... Keith just... David was excellent. He's re- like... <laughs> Oh man, we'll get to it. But like, just there's so much stuff in this. It's like Keith David, which was working for two. 
So anyway, they're walking on the building site. Uh, Roy's like, I got nowhere to go. So Keith's like, oh, come with me. I'll bring you back to the, the homeless camp I work at or I live at, whatever. Uh, so they go there and then this guy, there's like a TV. This guy appears on the TV. He's like, they're here. They're going to they're gonna get you. And then uh, what happens to that is Rowdy kind of hears gospel music being sung or something during the night. He's like, that's weird. Uh, the next day he goes to the guy who runs a camp. He's like, what happened with the, the gospel choir? He's like, oh, that's whatever, you know. So Rowdy sneaks into the church and finds out that they're making sunglasses, which is a crime. That's counterfeiting. And then they all get arrested and that's where the movie ends. What happens then is that the police come and level the entire homeless camp. Uh, Rowdy's, Rowdy, Rowdyus, uh, let's call him Rowdyus, escapes their clutches, comes back the next day, finds the box of sunglasses, takes one, sees that the world is actually full of messages Propaganda. like obey yeah like obey uh my favorite one is when he's going to the magazine and the back page is honor apathy i think that's like probably the most powerful one in the entire mm. and it's just hidden there uh and he sees that there's some people who look like kind of weird ghouls so he goes into a shop he pushes one of them over insults them and they're like oh there's one who can see so the police come to kill him he kills the police Goes into the bank, shoots all the aliens in the bank, goes back to the building site. Um, well, he, he 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 kidnaps a lady who uh, she, he's about to her place, and then she knocks him out with a bottle and like kicks him out of a window, which is a f- decent toss. She gives him a fair chuck. Like he goes flying. It's like you can. Oh, yeah. tell, I wonder if he did it himself because that's like that looks pure like WrestleMania kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Pure like nineties WrestleMania, like that's that's the classic, like. And then anyway, he goes back to get Keith David. Keith David's like, I'm not gonna help you, like you're a killer. And he's like, Well, I'm I'm killing aliens. And Keith David's like, fuck off, no. Uh so then Rowdy goes to get the sunglasses. They're in a dump truck. He goes into the dump truck, gets a pair out. Uh Keith David gives him money. He and Keith David fight. Keith David won't put on the sunglasses. They have a great fight. Like that, that that's a good like six minute fight they have. That's Rehearsed. like a solid percentage of the film's runtime is that single fight. It is Man. so good. Uh apparently they rehearsed it all in John Carpenter's garden for like three weeks, four <laughs> weeks. Uh I think there was something like John Carpenter said, What can this like could you like flip him over? And Piper was like, What what flip? And he like showed like five different flips to John Carpenter and he was like, It's a flip. Uh <laughs> They fight. Uh, Keith David puts on the sunglasses. He sees the truth. There, they find the guy who run, who ran the camp. He uh, brings into a meeting, and the lady that Rowdy Rowdy Paper kidnapped is there. The police come. Uh, they can escape through a portal. Uh, they find this underground bunker. So they they climb up to the top of the building. Uh, the lady turns out to be a double agent. She kills Keith David. Uh, Rowdy shoots her and then shoots the signal thing, gets shot by the police, and it gives the worst middle finger I've probably ever seen on camera. It's just like a kind of flaccid little kind of whoop. Uh, and then everyone sees the aliens, and then it ends. People get pretty freaked out. Yeah, that's that's mm. it. It was the pre Heath Ledger "We Live in a Society" moment. It was. Know? Mm-hmm. Uh, what I like is that um, the whole obey thing is now like 
a full on brand. It's not even yeah. like a joke anymore. It's just like this guy's co opted a message about the danger of brands to make a brand. They broke the signal and made a fashion. So there you go. Oh no. My problem. But I, okay, it's not really a problem. It is that the fact that like, I don't think Rowdy's that good. As a person or as an actor or either? Uh, well, person's debatable because like, he figured Regan, Reganite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, actor, I think there are bits where he like really sells, like that entering the fight scene where um, he picks up that kind of wooden stick and like snatches the window in. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I think those kind of moments, he's pretty good. It's just I mean, this is that is where he's gonna flourish. Like he's a wrestler. That's what he's known for. Like give give him a scene where he can bash them heads, and that's where he's gonna excel. Yeah. Give him give him some actual lines. He's gonna. <laughs> yeah, like it's gonna throw some cheese on those, but uh. Especially in the hotel where he's like trying to get that story about how his dad like used to do whatever to him, and it's just like you can't buy into it at all. He's just gonna mm-hmm. kind of there doing his bit. Uh. Keith David's pretty good, I think. During the fight, I think he gets so much, he gets so much kind of good stuff off in that fight. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think just it's rowdy, you know. It's just rowdy is just kind of just there. Um, yeah. I think as well the ending. I don't really like either. I think the I think if you end that movie on like <clears throat> him getting shot before he shoots the. The signal and like dying before he can get rid of the whole kind of signal thing. I think that works kind of better than him shooting the. Yeah, so it's like, what's the point of him getting shot? Like, yeah, but at the same time, I am not John Carpenter. So, also spoiler alerts for anyone who hasn't watched it yet, but decided they want to watch it. Um, spoilers, but you know, uh, there's no one listening <laughs> to this. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, ending a bit weak. It also, I thought it kind of like petered out a bit. Like it had the whole build up, and it's just kind of like, there you go. That's the yeah. ending. It feels like they had to get there. Like it's ninety three minutes. It feels like they were like, there's more shot or something. That they were like, we gotta get to the end of this. So mm. goodbye, whatever. Yeah, they live is one film in particular that I think would benefit from a director's cut. That's that's what I'd like to see. We can't really beat around the bush talking about this uh, movie without mentioning the fact that David Ike absolutely adores this movie as do yep. plenty of other bad people um i was watching a video which <laughs> i kind of recommend watching because it is bizarre uh he's talking on this like chat show about they live uh i don't know what it's like a, it's like a la- the last episode of like an internet chat show and he's just there and like he's talking about but he clearly has no idea like who john carpenter is because he's like, you know, John Carpenter. Follow his movie-making history, knows a, a great amount of what's going on. He's worked with a massive insider called George Lucas on the Star Wars movies, etc. Uh, that's not happening in a galaxy far, far away. Come on, George, please. Um, it's, it's happening much closer to home. Anyway. Uh, anyway, They Live is a movie about... Uh, uh, but, yeah, David Dick, what's he up to these days? Is he, is he still alive? Is he still <laughs> I just okay tangent is never him, but like I just remember the t- there's like uh Jesse Ventura, uh star of Predator, uh and the governor of Florida for a while. Uh he did like a TV show where he went off and like looked at conspiracies and stuff like that. 
And like, he's like pretty much a diehard conspiracy guy. He's like, you know, this is bad. Uh, you know, vaccines, whatever. And there's an episode where he goes to see like David Icke and he's just like, this guy's too crazy for me. There's no such thing as little people. I don't know what his deal is. Uh, if like he just berates David Icke on camera for like two hours, <laughs> and David Icke is there like, leave me alone, please. I don't like. I don't like you. You're you're belittling me. And he's like, well, there's no such thing as lizard men. Give me a break. I have not seen a reptilian yet. Tell me where to go to see one. They operate outside of, of this visible light, which I started talking about. Ah, so right we so start. we can't see them. They're just imaginary. And yeah, they are like, okay. <laughs> I remember well back there. I saw a video from like way back of Alex Jones talking to David Icke, and Alex Jones was like, "Lad, I'm gonna have to stop you there. You're talking some some amount of bollocks. What are you saying?" <laughs> Like, when's got to that point? <laughs> He's a weird guy because he was like a goalkeeper for like ten years, and then one day he just went out into like Terry Wogan's TV show, like in a tracksuit, and was like, yeah. I'm Jesus yeah, Christ!" Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm, he was, I'm he was so like, <laughs> like he was proper famous beforehand. Like, oh man, what happens to the rest of us? It really does. I mean, just last week I went out into the street and said, "I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the Son of God," you know? Yeah. Do you know? Sometimes, sometimes it's got to be said. Exactly. This is Jesus approved. So, you know, the Pope's right Jesus now. Jesus approved podcast. Boom. Uh, exactly. The Pope's on his uh, hoverboard right now. He's scooting around the Vatican. He's listening to this. He's like doing cool tricks, you know. Definitely vapes. The Pope definitely vapes. Oh, the Pope. Did you actually see that, that image? They're making a, a two Popes movie for Netflix with a. Uh, yeah, is that like Anthony Hopkins or someone? Anthony Hopkins is Nazi Pope and uh, Jonathan Price, I think, as the quote-unquote cool Pope, even though he's not very cool. Okay. I yeah, because I, 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 I knew as much as there was that picture with the actors on it. I didn't know there was a Nazi Pope involved. Uh, so, well, isn't, isn't wasn't Pope Benedict a Nazi? Possibly. Or possibly talking on my ass. Which I already have. Yeah, I believe it. Like I, I can imagine at least one of the popes was was probably was probably not great as a person. Do you know, we're, we're gonna get like a pope who was like into gaming at one point. I just realized that now. Yeah. yeah. Someday, someday we'll have a game of pope. And we will. Yeah, it's it's coming sooner than you think. It's gonna be streaming a uh, Minecraft from like Vatican twenty nine thousand or something. Oh Jesus. Oh yeah, definitely. Twitch streamed masses. Do you think the Pope knows what Minecraft is? Probably. He probably knows what Minecraft is at the very least. Like no other game, but like probably like Minecraft. He probably knows what Fortnite is. Oh, he definitely knows what Fortnite is. Pope's gonna be flossing all over the place. <laughs> oh man, that's. I think when it gets to that point. Nah, no mind. I was gonna say when it gets to that point, I might admit the Protestants have a point, but nah, I no. I, I don't think it's gonna get to that point. Protestants have a point about anything. Uh, ho- holy gamer girl bathwater as well. You know they're gonna be dousing babies and that just dunking them in. Oh man, that's definitely good for babies. But also, hundred percent respect the hustle. Like if some fool is just gonna like spend thirty quid on some water, may as well, may as well make that money. Exactly. No? And then you can like um. You know, they should make they live bathwater, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, John Carpenter. R- uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper branded bathwater. 
yeah, exactly. It's just, uh, it's just, it's simple, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's right there. It's right there in front of you. Uh, so John Carpenter is coming off of a uh, Prince of Darkness before this. See, I yeah, I, I I thought like they live was kind of early in his career, but I didn't know at all. So I was just kind of guessing. Was he involved in any way in the most recent Halloween film, or was that he just was, like he was producer and he did he co-wrote the score with his uh, stepson or something? I think. Oh, okay, yeah, but he wasn't directing on. No, uh, speaking of the score, the score in this is pretty weird. It is. I like it. I like. Well, it. actually, I the, I the, I only know like the main like bass riff bit, but I yeah I dig it. But, like, the, yeah, the bass, but then also it's like this weird drones as well. I think. Uh, oh, actually, no, Escape from L.A. came out after They Live. Okay, so yeah, this is definitely like his last, like... Yeah. In terms of direction, yeah. this is his last hurrah. Just kind of, uh, you think, I know Bloomhouse were like, we'd give him money if he wanted to, to like make a-, a movie. But you think like even Netflix would be like, hey, John, here's like 100 grand or 100, 100 million go off and make well 100 million that'd be crazy uh here's like four million go off and make us like uh, a movie there would you yeah i suppose like i mean i'd love that but are a lot of people still watching john carpenter apart from like people who've been fans of john carpenter like the young audience uh well i don't know because i mean how many young people will be watching like the irish man or uh Noah Baumbach's new movie on Netflix. Like, well, Netflix. Mm. I won't even advertise them to anyone because Netflix don't tend to do that anymore. So, mm-hmm. Netflix. Of Netflix. Um, apparently, it's like since it's like since Netflix started, it's now at its like lowest point for people like like canceling their subscription and stuff. Everyone hates Netflix. Everyone hates Netflix these days, man. I think problems with Netflix are that one they. Clearly. No good films. Listen, Triple Frontier is. If you want to see a dad movie that is made solely Ooh. for dads, with Ben Affleck playing the most dad character <laughs> I have ever seen, like this move. The well, we're not doing Triple Frontier right now, but we will. Um, there are like three needle drops in that movie, and it's all like dad rock. It oh, is yes, incredible. I'll show it to my dad. Let's see what he says. You better because uh, you know you got you got your Ben Affleck kind of crying in that movie almost. Since uh, that's how I like Ben Affleck to be honest, just crying. Oh no! Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if they're making this movie again, which would be hilarious given what the movie's about, this feels like the most rockiest rock movie of all time. It's like, yeah, you get the rock in, you get the rock to like do the rock. Oh, the rock be great. The rock, yeah. And uh, I feel if if it got remade, it would definitely it would not have John Carpenter anywhere involved, and it would be a completely just like anti Donald Trump message with no commentary on like social or economic background. It'll just be like a I don't know. It'd be like um. You get Neil Blomkamp in, okay? This is, here's a pitch. You get Neil Blomkamp in. You get him direct. You get the is rock. Is he the, the chappy guy? He's the chap. He's chappy's dad, in a way. Ah, yes. You get Neil Blomkamp in. You get the rock to play the drifter. 
You get Kevin Hart to play the, the Keith David role. You get a. Uh, you get Lin Manuel Miranda to do like the screenplay. Exactly. It and it's full of like, uh, it's a Wednesday Schmensday coffee waffee toffee. All that. All that. Them. All that bullshit. Yeah. And you get a a rap in there as well. Uh, you get the 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 aliens are all orange. Orange with uh, like blowy blonde hair. Yeah. I'd watch that. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, keeping in with John Carpenter, uh, apparently, right after he finished They Live, he was going to make a movie called Pincushion, which was uh, basically female Mad Max 2. Uh, okay. He was going to make it with, it's going to be about this kind of mercenary who gets a child who has like this kind of, it's like this that kind of, you know, this child has a cure to the zombie plague. We've got to like take it out of them and figure out what they're going to do. The movies with uh Jamie Lee Curtis as like the the mercenary character. So, so essentially, the girl with all the gifts that came out yeah. last year, yeah, crossed with Waterworld something. Yeah, I don't know. But um, he brought like Columbia. He brought to Columbia. And I was like, okay, we're gonna make this with Jamie Lee Curtis, and like, well, we have a uh, share under contract, so uh, gonna <laughs> like make it with share in the lead role. And Shara came in and she was like, okay, cool. Uh, John Carpenter, you're fired. We're going to bring <laughs> in my own director and everything. And then it never got made. It just oh. died out. But like Cher and Mad Max would be. That'd be something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'd almost watch it for that Mad Cher. I feel like Cher would love They Live. Possibly. We get her on the next episode and we can ask her. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> uh, gotta be optimistic who was the singer that was in like Mad Max 3 Tina Turner Tina Turner that was it yes I still haven't seen that one I haven't I, I've seen Mad Max uh, I think I've seen Mad Max uh, 2 and I've seen Fury Road and it is very much not for me oh yeah yeah couldn't. I couldn't I've seen Fury Road and I've seen like the first half of the first one I didn't like that one. I heard two and three were a lot better, but yeah, I'm, not, I'm not a big car person, you know. I'm, I'm mm, more of a... so that, that's that's the kind of criteria you need. Yeah, if you don't no. like cars, you're not going to like car explosion film. I like cars twenty oh six, and cars two twenty. Both cinematic masterpieces. Uh, I've actually, I haven't seen the first cars. I've seen the opening ten minutes of the second cars, where uh, a car goes over like a, it's like a spy car put by Michael Caine, and it drives over a rope over a group oh, of cars yeah. me- having a meeting about like some crime they're gonna do. Which I mean, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. That film was either I can't remember. I haven't seen it in youngs, but it's either incredibly pro or incredibly anti. It had some message about petrol. Either the bad guys were incredibly anti-petrol, or the good guys were incredibly anti-petrol. No. Definitely guess, the good good guys were pro-petrol. That yeah, I guess seems to make sense. Yeah, I think Disney wouldn't be like anti-petrol. Yeah, Disney loves the petrol. Disney yeah. just huffs petrol. Also, while we're on the topic of military propaganda in films, do you reckon is the, the new... new? I'm going to get conspiracy theorists on this one, but the new Top, top Gun film coming out, do you reckon is that anyway involved to increasing tensions with Iran? 
I don't know, because all I know about that one is that one, Ed Harris looks like death in the trailer. Like, I don't know if it's, it's the way he's been lit <laughs> or it's like the, the angle, but he looks so, so like, ill. And also, Ooh, like, they, they okay. took off the um, Taiwanese flag off his jacket because China has to get like a. You're going to make all your money back in China, so you take off all the kind of, you know. Things that could upset the Chinese market. And Taiwan, Thai- Tibet, Nepal. Yeah. So the flag, uh, uh, the Japan flag has gone too. So it's, it's, it's just like, it's just kind of weird replacements in the back. For a weird reference that you might Yay. not get, <laughs> it's like in Pro Evolution Soccer when they have the rights to the team. So they call the teams vaguely strange names, like Manchester United, it's called Man Red. And, uh, I think Arthur called like North London Red. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Shall we play a game? Hit me. So the game is called Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. It's named after the movie of the same name. Each player, in turn, will name a movie that is quote unquote forgotten by the general public until one of them reaches a movie as a link to. Extremely loud and incredibly close, whether it's through director Stephen Daldry and the cast like uh, Tom Hanks, Sandra Bullock, Jeffrey Wright, Max Mancito, Viola Davis, any of them. As in um, a good film or like a deservedly forgotten any, film? Any, any film. Okay. So like, um, we're going we're gonna to name one each until we get to one that's a link to Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. And whoever says, whoever gets to, like to link first will win the game. So basically, if you say, if I said like, um, if I said something like the tourist and you said uh, Robocop 2014 and I said, um, whew, um, what's the movie Tom Hanks has been in recently? Uh, if I said The Circle, I could say extremely loud and incredibly close because Tom Hanks has been in both movies. Okay. I used to say I've never seen Incredibly I Loud. I haven't, I haven't either. I haven't either. Don't worry. No one has seen it. It's the, I think it's the only Best Picture nominee to ever have uh, okay. a, rot, a rotten review on Rotten Tomatoes. I also know nothing about it, but it, let's go. Let's do uh, this. Let's see. Um, Power Rangers. Um, the Point Break remake. The remastered one that came out like a few years ago. Yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, Red I wish Dawn. I could. Red Dawn remake. Um... I think I've kind of forgotten all the forgettable movies. Um, the, 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 oh, Paper Towns, John Green one. It was terrible. My God, worst film I've seen. Uh, Alex Ryder Stormbreaker. Ha! Jesus, man. Yeah, I've completely forgotten about that one. I've read the fucking book and everything. Um, the Aragorn movie. Sky High. Sky High is great, man. I watched that. Actually, I haven't seen it in years, but I loved it when I was young for that. It is pretty good. Um, the Darren Chan Cirque the Freak movie. Miss Peregrine's Home for whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, da, 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 da. What else, man? What else is there? That, like, Oh, that Annie remake? That came out a few years ago? 
Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds, also a, a timeless classic. That song? That song is... it's a bang and a half. Does that have, like, Ben Kingsley in it? Or is my, like... It has Ben Kingsley doing the most 2000s Ben Kingsley performance I've ever seen. Because I... For it. I thought I was Ben Kingsley, but like I wasn't sure if that was just a fever dream or not. No, Ben Kingsley is like a, a villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's a classic. Um, Donnie Darko 2. He says it's not called Donnie Darko, it's called like Samantha S Darko. S Darko. S Darko. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2000 Seven last stage was animations. Animated, it's got like um Chris Evans. Oh, it's a Michael Bay one. No, it's an animated one. It's got uh Chris Evans and I remember I went to see it for a birthday party with my friend. We all went. It was his birthday, and uh, it's the only time I've ever heckled a movie in a theater <laughs> because <laughs> it was rough. Oh, buddy. Oh, Super Mario movie. Go with that one. Actually, has anyone forgotten that? Has that just been like etched into like the psyche of anyone who knew of it? I don't know. People forget uh, about that. I have it on DVD. I have it on DVD, <laughs> and uh, it's got the most amazing Hulk in the front, which is um, across from Blade Runner and Star Wars. This movie's a hit, and it's from the Daily Mail. Class. Which I mean, you know, if you think about it, it is really just Blade Runner, but um, uh, Pop Hoskins. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. The water horse. Oh, is that like it's like a sea monster or something? It's like Nessie. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't seen it. I know the one. We I think we had it on like video somewhere knocking around the place. I'm gonna go for three and one for this one. The entire Fred trilogy. Yeah. But um, John Cena's in that. He is. Yeah. Is he? In, I've only seen the first one. And that was even like, from distance. Yeah, he does. If, uh, I'm gonna do like a preemptive one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Downton Abbey movie. There was a Downton Abbey movie. There, there. It's gonna come out this year. Ah, that. Okay. I still remember Preemptive. That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> oh man, that's gonna suck. Tory Central. <laughs> um, um, the sequel to The Da Vinci Code, which I think was called Angels and Demons, but I can't remember. Extremely loud and incredibly close. Tom ah. ah, yeah. All right, fair. So that, yeah. I oh, uh, who else was in that movie? Um, no clue. Okay, I want to say Anthony Hopkins, but I'm probably wrong completely. Okay, so uh, actually two counts I could have gone for because um, Hugh McGregor's in Da Vinci Code Two. He? he plays a cardinal, I think, who's like evil. Oh, or something. he does. He does. And, he does. Uh, Stephen Daldry directed uh, "Extremely Loud, Incredibly Close," and was going to direct uh, the Obi Wan movie before uh, huh. Disney were like, "No more spin-offs because they don't make money anymore." Huh. Well, we should follow their own advice. To be honest, so we can't see them; they're just imaginary. Also, I feel just while we're here talking film stuff, uh, Rutger Hauer. Rest in peace, my man. Yeah, I saw it today. Yeah. Pretty sad. Um, I feel like most obituaries will be doing the Gold Blade Runner. Uh, I've already seen, thing. like, two. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's... Uh, he's got, like... T he's in two seconds of the Sisters Brothers. He's got no dialogue, and... Uh, 
disappears. He's on for like two seconds. Literally, like blinking, you'll miss him in that. Huh, uh, okay. He is in Batman Begins as well. Is he? He's uh the weird kind of uh cheeky boss of Wayne Enterprises who uh Morgan Freeman replaced at the end of the movie. Oh god damn. I forgot about that. Uh, I think oh, he's he's one of those actors I've seen a good few stuff that he's in and I've forgotten most of them apart from the main ones. He's uh also the Hobo with a shotgun in Hobo with a shotgun. Ah. Uh, also out today actually. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to watch it later on, is uh, the trailer for Fred Durst's uh, directorial debut. Oh, yes. Uh, with John Travolta as a stalker. And, oh, yeah? Uh, I'm very, very... That sounds good. incredible, to be honest. That's everything I want. What's, what's the name of the film? Uh, what is it? It's called, like, f- uh, number one fan or something. I'll check now. John Travolta and Russell Crowe, Crowtown Baby, The Crows, hey. getting off. Uh, the big crow. Same person, if you think about it, with just like different career paths. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, it's called the fanatic, and okay. uh, John Travolta looks absolutely bonkers. I'm looking at the thumbnail <laughs> now of the trailer. He's wearing a, a Jason Voorhees mask and a Michael Myers jumpsuit. He's got a knife in his hand. That looks okay. Interesting. Yeah, I. Kind of forgot Don Travolta was still well, not existent. I knew he existed, but just that he actually still made stuff and wasn't just kind of like leftover from the seventies. You forgetting Gaddy? I still Gatti. it's still on my watch list. It's been on my watch list for like months. John um, Gaddy, absolutely bizarre, bizarre man. The wickedly talented Adele Dazim. Good old John, sixty-five years young. Oh Jesus! Honestly, I thought he was older, but do you know. He's. Pro- I, I'm not gonna say he's looking well because I haven't seen a picture of him recently. He's probably looking like shit. But uh, he was bald recently. That's all I remember. He was. Oh god. Bald. Oh yeah, I think it was that, that. That wasn't for film. That was just like he's he's gone bald now. Yeah, he's, he's bald for a while. Uh, yeah, look, I heard about that. Look in the fanatic is. It has to be seen to believe. It's like a weird. I'm, uh, I'm gonna Google it there. The fanatic uh, is it? Describe it now. Yeah. On an audio basis, he's wearing glasses. He's got a grey beard and the haircut of a man who has never seen a hairdresser in his life. He cut, Ooh, he's buddy. got his own hair. I, I would assume he's got his own hair for this because it's... Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the, the Wikipedia picture and he's got like a, a grey shell on his head, it looks like. Yeah, and he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. My God. Oh, Jesus. What a man. Honestly, if you told me that was... Man, he's... <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have known that was John Travolta in, if I wasn't looking at the cover that said John Travolta or Ed about it. That's how you know he's a good actor. He just slips into roles. Yeah, um, yeah, that oof, that looks like something. Do you think if you watched the uh, Cats trailer with the pair of sunglasses on, you'd see like a lot of uh, a lot of like obey signs and uh... the the cats uh, as in the, the 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 fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber film that's being made. Yeah. That whole shebang. Oh man, I yeah, that that would be some that'd be horrible. I'm gonna be honest. I the thought of it terrifies me. Of not, not even just watching the trailer again, watching the trailer with the daily sunglasses because there's definitely some truth in there that I'm not ready to know. Or it's all just normal and it's our new reality, which would almost be worse. They that oh, whole no, trailer reminds me of those like. Sorry, go on. No, go on, go on, go on, go on. Go on. Oh no! It's during like the not not exactly fairies, but like those those, those like dog people who like, those little newspaper articles like oh these people meet Spot who like oh, lives with a dog yeah, yeah big vibes yeah. big vibes of that yeah 
I mean, I'd be willing to welcome them as like the new government if it meant, you know. I just hope they kill me quickly, and, uh, to be honest. Well, I mean, if they were dogs, I'd be be cool about. It. But if they're cats, you know, because mm-hmm. you don't you don't want to be ruled by a cat. Like if you're ruled by a dog, that's cool because dogs would be like they they chill for attention. Yeah, cats just would like scratch you and like kill you <laughs> and take take your money and uh, humiliate you. You know, just like the real government. Am I right? Hey. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> we live in a society. Joker. We do in Joker's fact. Trick. Society okay. is lived in by us. So, uh, not only do we live in society, <laughs> but they live in a society. That was. They live. They lived. They have lived. They're now dead. Alas. Uh. So, Ash Finchan on Twitter. That's you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Ash. Thanks for having me. Give me a, a platform yeah. to talk nonsense. Appreciate it. They're never gonna let this happen again, are they? This, this will never happen. This is one and done. I, t- t- you know, it could, it could, there could be more. Who knows? Who's to there'll say? Be more, there'll, there'll be more if I can f- figure out a way of making this entertaining. Uh, <laughs> mini at Russell at Russell Crow. Uh, let him know. He, he'll want to know. He'll he'll be. He's been here the entire time in the corner. Yeah, shout out He's Russell Crow. At Russell Crow. Crow time. Crow flies. It's the crow. the crow baby. The, the crow hashtag baby. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that. And uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You've been listening to a Talking Fox production. If you want to get in touch, you can follow us at Cinema TH Podcast on Twitter and uh, let us know what you think. Thank you.